I'm 55 years old and I've spent my whole life thinking I'd never swim and being afraid of water. But do you know what? I decided to be brave and confront that fear. And I look at the crew and think how really brave they are going out on rescues in storms and putting themselves in danger. It's amazing and I can't imagine how they do it. But for me, my bravery was really just confronting that fear and and trying to do my bit by learning to swim. My name is Diane Alton. I'm Organisational and People Development Manager. I've worked at the RNLI for the past 14 years. Um, and uh, despite working for the RNLI, I've been aquaphobic for all of my life. So I have a fear of water. It's been quite severe um, when I'm in water, particularly any depth of water, I get quite panicked and um, yeah, just really scared and just really don't want to be in the water at all. I had a really awful experience. Um, it was actually a swimming lesson. Uh, I was in my early teens and I went to a swimming lesson where they took us into the large pool and stood us at the end of the pool at the deep end and told us to jump in and I already didn't have um, a good feeling about the water but that whole thought of actually jumping in and being out of my depth was just really panic inducing. They forced us to do it and I did it, but what happened was I kept going under the water and I think because of the level of of panic I was feeling, I just kept floundering and going under, coming back up to the surface, going under again. And I think I went under about three times before I managed to grab the side and, and pull myself to safety. So that was just quite a, a traumatic incident for me. And yeah, that's been a really pivotal moment. And after that, I just wouldn't go near the water again. I just stay away um, from any kind of water. So going on summer holidays with uh, my family and friends, I wouldn't be going in. I, I mean, I might paddle, but I wouldn't go in any further than my ankles. I didn't want to be in, in the sea. Um, so pretty much stayed away from it. And when my own children were little, I didn't really get involved with, with swimming lessons with them or anything. So I just didn't really want to pass on my fear of the water to them. When I started the RNLI, I felt a little bit like, how can I work for this life-saving water safety charity and not be able to swim? I felt a little bit like I'm, how do I possibly work here? And, and what happens if I actually get in trouble because I can't swim and the RNLI have to be called out? I was told that there was a, um, some swimming lessons going to take place as part of World Drowning Prevention Day last year. 
and I looked at it and I thought I really ought to do that. It was around uh, learning how to float. And I'd convinced myself that I couldn't float. And I think that's connected to my my previous uh, traumatic experience. So I thought, do you know what? I ought to go and do that. And I persuaded myself to go down to the swimming pool and sign up for the session. I was really, really reluctant. I really didn't want to go and almost didn't, but I somehow, I just managed to think, no, I've got to get over this. It will be good in the long run if I can do this. I've got a grandson now who's three and I really wanted to be able to um, help him near water and get him involved in swimming. So I thought, I need to do this for me. So I went to the swimming session and I learned how to float that very day, which was honestly the most uh, liberating moment. And from that moment, I thought, if I can float, I can actually swim. I decided that I would look at my local swimming um, club and see if they were doing lessons for adults and particularly adults who had uh, a nervousness around the water. So I booked myself on and the first day I went, it was it was an evening, it was in the uh, late summer and um, there was no steps into the pool, even into the shallow end. And I said, can you get the steps? Because I don't actually know how to get into the swimming pool. So um, the lifeguard put the steps down. I got into the water and my swimming instructor said, "Okay, first things first, show me what you can do. And I said, I can't do anything. And actually, I'm not sure I really want to be here. And she was very kind. She was very calm. And she said, the first thing that you need to do is to get your face in the water. And I said, I'm not doing that. Um, After a bit of cajoling and gentle encouragement, she persuaded me to put my face in the water and hold my breath and just keep doing that. So it wasn't anything too much, but I knew that actually I could build on from that, but I needed to do that as a start. So that was my first lesson and I felt so... um, green and raw but actually I wanted to learn more. Within the first uh, month of starting my swimming lessons I got my 10 meter certificate um, and I love a certificate and it was just so um, uh, a brilliant moment for me to, to get that recognition and to actually start feeling that I could enjoy this and it wasn't just about the the self-preservation anymore it was actually I can see that swimming could be an enjoyable healthy uh, thing that I do in life and and open up a whole new arena of things that I can then get involved with Um, and interestingly one of my team has said well we can go swimming in the summer And I'm thinking I would have never expected to do that previously. So it's, it's, yeah, really opening up a whole new world. I've got two grown-up sons. um, Neither of them swim. Uh, They're from uh, an Afro-Caribbean heritage. 
traditionally, again, one of the groups that we we know are underrepresented in the in the world of, of swimming. Um, they've been really inspired uh, by the fact that mum has actually gone and got herself some swimming lessons and has learnt to swim at the tender age of 55. And uh, my oldest son, Louis, has said it's spurring him on to get swimming lessons for him so that he can be really confident in the water when he goes on holiday and also um, when he's with his child and, and my grandson. So uh, it's really good to know that I'm, I'm showing uh, a bit of the way for them. I would really encourage anyone at whatever age to find a tutor who's going to be encouraging, gentle, get with a group, um, be around other people who are similarly aquaphobic and you spur each other on. And I think just don't leave it too late because I, I could have done so much in my life if I hadn't avoided the water. I've got a photograph of my grandson in a paddling pool when he was one years old. And my absolute dream and the thing that is helping me to do this and step into my fear is the thought that I can take him swimming and just have some you know, great fun in the water and that he's actually learning that life skill, something that you know, I didn't manage to do with my children because of how I was feeling about the water. Hi, I'm Danielle Obey, Chair and Co-Founder of the Black Swimming Association, BSA, a strategic partner of the RNLI. You've been listening to the RNLI's 200 Voices Collection. To hear more remarkable stories, head to rnli.org slash 200 voices or subscribe to RNLI wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening. Two Hundred Voices is an adventurous audio limited production for the RNLI.